This is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Well, happy rainy Tuesday to you. Thanks for joining us here for our Open Lines Open Topic Program. KGMI Connects 360-676-5464 is our phone number. We'll have plenty of time to take your calls, your thoughts and all that. First, though, Washington State will have new rules uh, next year in place pertaining to gas appliances. This rule primarily aimed at greenhouse gas emissions that might be produced by fossil fuel burning, primarily gas furnaces and gas heating or that sort of thing in in new buildings. But earlier today, I had a chance to talk with a member of a doctor's organization here in Washington that uh, says you should think twice or maybe three times or more about a gas stove in your home. And uh, so we start out with that interview. And uh, as I said, then we'll take your calls on whatever's on your mind here on KGMI Connects. Well, Washington has new rules that'll go into effect next year about uh, gas furnaces, gas appliances, restricting their use in new buildings. And also, if you have them in your home, you could be harming your health with these appliances, uh, according to the Washington Physicians for Social Responsibility. And Dr. Mark Vossler is a past president of that organization and joins us now. And great to talk with you, Dr. Vossler. Yeah, great to be here. Thanks for inviting me. So now we think of gas stoves or even gas furnaces as as being, well, they benefit us and people love to cook with gas. Um, Yeah. But uh, these are, they're they're polluting the the air in our homes. Is that right? Yeah, they are, in fact, polluting the air inside our homes and outside our homes. And burning gas for heating and cooking in our state accounts for more uh, nitric oxide and uh, pollution is a a pretty dangerous pollutant. Accounts for more of that than burning gas for electricity generation statewide. So we are, are, I guess the takeaway there is we're creating more air pollution from the gas we burn in the home than we burn for electricity right now in our state. So it's a big deal. Inside the home, further risk. Um, so inside the home, if you have, if you're cooking with gas and you've got kids, your kids have a 40 plus percent, 40 percent increased risk of asthma symptoms compared to kids in, in living in homes where you're cooking with electricity. And so both indoor and outdoor air are impacted, uh, by our use of gas and, and people, you know, we've gotten used to gas. The gas industry has promoted this as, you know, clean, clean fuel, uh, and so the average person out there is unaware. What we are doing right now is we're calling on our state Department of Health to work on some public ed- education so people actually know that uh, burning gas for heating and cooking is actually harming their health. So if someone's got a, a gas stove in their home and they, they cook dinner on a regular basis, what have you, and uh, it doesn't seem that you you smell. I mean, when you're right up close to the stove, you might smell something. But uh, is are these pollutants something that you re- really can't detect as the, uh, just well, as you're in the home? 
Yeah, if you had you put in a monitor for things like carbon monoxide and oxides of nitrogen, you can detect them. And in fact, it, it, studies that were done at the Lawrence Berkeley Lab showed that the level of pollutants within an hour of cooking a meal on a gas stove it, it exceeds EPA standards for outdoor air quality. In other words, if a, a, if a factory is putting that much pollution into the air, the EPA would require them to reduce their pollution. But it's, the indoor air is not regulated. Um, so, no, you can't smell these things. Uh, you can smell a gas leak and purposely. Uh, industry has put substances in the gas so you can detect, you can detect leaks, significant leaks. Uh, but uh, you can't detect the – you personally can't smell the pollution uh, from a gas stove. Okay. That's a problem. And what does what does nitrogen oxide do to a person? You mentioned asthma. Are there other effects? Yeah, yeah it, it actually is, it's a classic compound. When you burn, uh, when you're burning gas, and there's uh, nitrogen in the gas, that nitrogen combines with the oxygen in the air and forms NO, NO2, and uh, these compounds not only uh, increase the risk of asthma in children, they increase the risk of heart attack and stroke in adults. And it turns out the, the risk goes up with the higher, the higher the concentration, the higher risk of heart attack and stroke, both with outdoor and less well-studied indoor air. But certainly uh, outdoor air, we know from multiple studies that the higher the level goes, the more people are ending up in the emergency room with a heart attack. And chronic exposure is, seems to be likewise correlated uh, with uh, heart attack and stroke. So, and your organization maintains that, uh, I mean, we, we're familiar with big tobacco. It, at one, you know, for years said smoking is not harmful. It can't be proved. Right. It's causing these illnesses that and these, these terrible health effects. Eventually, it did come around and say, yeah, and research came out that the, the industry knew that it was harming the public's health. You say it's much the same has happened within the gas industry over the years. They've even hired some of the same folks that tobacco, that tobacco industry hired to spread disinformation. And the tactics are very similar. The first one is try to suppress reports. Second, when studies come out, get spokespeople out there to try to discredit it. And we've seen a couple of recent studies, particularly on the kids and asthma thing. That seems to really resonate with the general public. And, you know, the gas industry is coming out, you know, blazing, trying to say the science isn't sound. But it's, 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 just, it's just basic epidemiology. It's hard to poke holes in it. Uh, so, um, again, that's why we're asking the Department of Health, you know, who have uh, people that are uh, credible spokespeople out there, actually talking about it, people will listen. Well, I, you know, a lot of people would say, well, there are so many homes that have gas stoves that there are restaurants that obviously that use that use gas in their in their kitchens and people aren't keeling over. Um, I guess, how would you respond to that? I mean, we're not obviously we're not seeing the terrible cancer rates that smoking caused, but um, but. Has this yeah. been something that's flying under the radar health-wise for years? Yeah, flying under the radar is a good way to say it because, um, remember, even like 
just let's use the smoking analogy, right? You know, if you've been smoking for 40 years and you're now 60 years old and you haven't had a heart attack or lung cancer yet, that doesn't mean you're not going to have those things and that they're not going to happen because of smoke. So uh, these exposures, it's not like you turn on a gas stove and you have a cardiac arrest immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, the low-level chronic exposures are dangerous, and spikes in exposures are associated with acute uh, incident, acute heart attack and, and stroke and, and asthma. Um, but it may be hard to detect unless you actually do a reasonable study where you look at, for instance, the asthma studies. When you actually look at a large number of kids and you realize, wow, the kids with asthma are way more likely to be in homes with a gas stove, and then you can make the association. You, it's really going to be hard for one person to detect those effects on themselves personally until something happens. That's the same, same with cholesterol, any risk for health risk. You can, you can say, I'm getting away with eating those cheeseburgers for years and years. They must, might, they must be healthy until you have the big one. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, And Washington uh, is recently, as I said, adopted new rules that will take effect, I believe, in the spring as far as um, relating to gas stoves, gas gas furnaces, gas appliances, or fossil fuel-powered appliances in the home or in new buildings. That would include commercial buildings as well. You think – I suspect that you and your organization think that this is a good thing. It it, it is. And – it, uh, for heating, for sure, heat pumps are so efficient and they're readily available um, that uh, on the heating end of things, it's kind of a no-brainer to put them in all uh, new, new homes and make it the industry standard. And the uh, it, it, it's a change in way of doing things for, for the builders and kind of the HVAC folks, but uh, they're, they're, they're coming along, uh, and the for uh, cooking, uh, what I believe the building codes require is that uh, kitchens are wired to be able to put in an induction stove. I, I, they do not mandate no gas on the cooking. They just have to be uh-huh. uh, induction induction ready, and that, that means that the, the, the consumer can make a choice. For, for instance, if, if you're, you run a restaurant and you don't want your workers uh, exposed to toxins and you're, you're going into a new, new building, you might put in induction stove. Make that choice. Or if you're, I suppose, if you're building a home for your family or, uh, or even if you are buying a new appliance, I suppose. Uh, right. Yeah, and that's, uh, that's where the wiring part comes in because... Um, for current induction stoves, and this may change, I am not an engineer or an electrician, uh, you, you need to have, uh, uh, I believe it's 240 volt connection, mm-hmm. and not every kitchen has that readily available. So in the new homes are, are ready for induction stoves. The other part we have to work on is, you know, retrofits. When appliances are, you know, at end of their life. Uh, encouraging people to replace the gas appliances with something healthier, kind of our, is our tactic. Uh, we'd like to see, uh, you know, public policy in forms of in the form of things like tax breaks uh, make uh, electric appliances more affordable up front 
uh, make sure that it's not just wealthy households that can do this, but that uh, low- and middle-income households can, can afford uh, healthier and safer appliances. So that, that's, that's part of why we want the Department of Health to step in, because we want people to know about this. And then we want um, other level, other, other areas of our, our uh, state government to help make it feasible uh, for everybody to make the, these conversions. Yeah, is that that's when people push back is when it's just mandated, and yeah, I don't like mandates. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that, that's interesting to hear. But I appreciate it, Dr. Mark Vossler. He's a past president of Washington Physicians for Social Responsibility and and a, co- a cardiologist yourself, right? I am indeed. I've been practicing cardiology in our community for over twenty years. Well, if we do, you guys have a website, or is there some place people can get more information about the pros and cons of these? Uh, these appliances and that sort of thing, if they're making some of these decisions? Yeah, um, the, uh, yeah, we do have a website, and I'm going to give you give you a URL here. If you look at, uh, it's wpsr.org, and uh, we have a lot of information uh, on our uh, climate section on, well, a lot of stuff, health impacts of burning fossil fuels in general, uh, but uh, on the gas stove issue. All right, that's WPSR. That's for stands for Washington Physicians for Social Responsibility And great to talk with you, Doctor Vossler. Thanks for joining us. All right. Thanks for inviting me. Take care. And we'll take a quick break. And uh, that was an interview I recorded earlier today, so you couldn't I couldn't take calls to respond to the doctor, but. Um, We'll have a discussion about it and uh, or whatever is on your mind here in just a moment here on KG Mike and X 360-676-5464. The bad news is on January 1st, 2024, the cost of heating and cooling equipment is increasing. The good news, a full six years of 0% interest. Right now, for every consumer in the U.S., the dollars every month matter, and so... We put together our most popular mid-range heating and air conditioning packages, and we packed that full of all the value that we could find. We can pay today's dollars at 0% interest for 72 months instead of waiting until price increases. Jacob has made upgrading your home system as affordable as possible with discounts and zero interest for six years with your good credit. Interested? Call Mars today. 0% interest for 72 months with qualifying credit of purchase before December 31st. Exclusions apply. See store for details. We all have our go-tos, right? The doctor you trust, the dentist you rely on, the restaurant you love. What makes them your go-to? It's trust, isn't it? Hi, this is Dan from Bellingham Automotive, your go-to for auto repairs in Whatcom County since 1991. Whether you're using your car for ride-sharing, delivery services, mobile office, maybe just a taxi for your kids and their friends, or it's just personal transportation, we're here to keep you on the road. We're proud to have a team of technicians and service advisors who have been with us for years. They can help you find that strange noise or figure out what that warning light is trying to tell you. They can perform regular maintenance to keep your car up to date and your new car warranty intact. We know you're busy, so we also offer a local shuttle service and an after-hour drop-off and pickup options to help take the hassle out of your auto repair. So if you don't have a trusted go-to for your vehicles, please give us a call at 360-676-5200 or visit bellinghamautomotive.com to schedule an appointment. 
Are you on Medicare or individual health insurance and wondering if you are on the right plan for you and your family? This is Marcia Neal with Guided Solutions, formerly Vibrant USA. We understand the TV advertising and the mail you have been receiving may create more questions than answers. Although the deadlines are coming, you may still have time to make a change. So call us at 866-733-5111. Our agents can review your plan options, answer your questions, and put your mind at ease. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. That we are, and uh, let's go right to the phones, and Bruce in Bellingham joins us, and Bruce, the doctor, I, you made you made you feel uh, violent. Is that right? Well, I, I don't want to kiss him, if that's what you mean. <laughs> Says here you want to shoot him. No, I don't oh. want to shoot him, and I don't want to kiss him. Okay. I want okay. to tell. I want to. I want to speak what I think. He is a fool. Okay. And the All right. reason, the one reason that I can, without taking a lot of time up, is that if he thinks that a smoker is going to die of lung cancer or cancer in general, uh or a heart attack, does that mean that this doctor isn't going to die of a heart attack or cancer? Well, no, not necessarily. And, I mean, not everybody who dies of a heart attack or uh, from cancer is uh, dies uh, has been a smoker. Or that, That's right. But, but it's pretty clear that if you are a smoker you're much more likely to die either of a heart attack or some sort of a cardiac uh, issue or uh, cancer, more, more than likely uh, lung cancer, but it could be cancer of the, the mouth or the throat or what have you. Um, okay, well, if I, could, if I could interrupt you a moment. Sure. If, 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 he, if he states that, does he mean that he isn't going to die then? No, I don't think he's making that. Uh, he's, do, you, do, do you do you see what a fool this guy is? He's a fool. No, no. everybody dies. Everybody. Well, everybody dies, but uh, but he's speaking as a doctor and someone who wants to help people prolong their life and not ha- suffer health uh, issues while they are alive. Well, I question his intentions. Okay, what what do you think his intentions are? Just to go ahead to to promote health. Okay. So what what's wrong with promoting health? Why does that? Uh, well, uh, hmm. you can promote health all you want, but we all gotta die. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, there. That's that's for certain. That uh, no matter yeah, how healthy right. you live, but that's uh, right, exactly right. But Thank I mean, you. but I mean, in your lifetime, you know, as you go about your life, you do things to basically stay healthy. I mean, you don't, you know, you try to, you know, be be careful with when you're up on a ladder, or you, uh, you you avoid things you know might be unhealthy for you in general not Um, necessarily okay i'm not compulsive about it okay but you don't go out of your way necessarily to live a a safe relatively safe lifestyle or healthy one i use common sense okay all right 
Okay. All right, Bruce. Appreciate your call. Thanks. Let's go to Don over in Port Angeles. Hi, Don. Hi, Joe. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. I I, uh, probably have a stronger reaction than Bruce. Okay. Uh, In my opinion, that doctor is nothing but a charlatan. A charlatan. Okay. Why? Yeah. Well, may I uh, give you a reference to something I wrote on my website? Sure. Uh, Conspiracy.com. Flash gas stoves. Conspiracy uh, once again. I yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay. Dot, dot HTML. I think it's the right. But uh, you know, we why is our uh, life expectancy going down? You know, we have all these people with good intentions. This country was built by smokers. Okay. Who all they wanted was. Uh, their cigarettes and maybe their drinks on the weekend. Okay. And it's being dismantled by people who want to tell us how we should live healthfully. Uh, the asthma and all these respiratory problems kicked into high gear when we started making homes more airtight. And the problem is not a gas stove. The problem is if you turn on your dryer, it'll suck the fumes back down your chimney. It won't let the fumes from the gas stove escape properly. And, you know, they, with the carbon dioxide in our homes, they've had people with all these new mental and physical ailments that popped up 40 years ago and have been continuing, including the mental problems. Mm -hmm. They've had Americans on their knees begging for government help with their medical expenses. And it's just a, been a huge industry, and the, you know, it's it's just outrageous. And uh, well, you know, you're kind of though, uh, I, I I guess supporting what the doctor had to say by because our our homes, you know, that's what we hear. Our homes should be sealed tighter. They should be uh, that'll keep them more efficient and will ca- cost less to heat them in the winter, cool them in the summer. Uh, as uh, if they're insulated better and and are sealed up tighter, and then if you've got uh, a source of pollution like a gas stove in the home, then those pollutants will stay in the home longer and have gr- a greater effect on a person. Don't you? Th- do you see what I'm saying? I, I know the argument, but the thing is, is it ca- causes us to actually use more energy. And th- one of the first things that uh, the tighter home uh, result in is you don't want to stay in it. You want to get out and go anywhere. It's called cabin fever. And you got all these people that don't, you know, that would rather live on the street than live in one of these tight homes. And they, they get uh, anxious, and so they do drugs. Mm. And, uh, you wow. know, you took away their cigarettes and, you know, even attack uh, alcohol all the time with uh, changing the DUI to a uh, uh, pardon me, from DWI to DUI. So people are afraid to go out and have a beer with their buddies. They stay home and drink alone. They get lonely, depressed, and then they get in their car to go get some more drugs and alcohol. And uh, it's, wow. it's just the whole thing just goes in the toilet because we can't face the reality of, uh, you know, we're not saving any energy at all. More trips to the doctor, more broken homes. 
job in a car, and, and then you have to have daycare, so there's trips to the daycare. And people are, are so anxious about their kids in schools that they drive their kids to schools. They don't let them walk or ride their bikes or take the bus. You know, it's just a downhill slide, and it's because of these charlatans like that doctor telling us how to live. Okay. We, well, I okay, a lot there. Uh, I I. I I, I find that to be kind of conspiratorial that uh, it's the sealed up homes that are leading to all these social ills. And I, uh, but I don't know that just encouraging people to smoke and drink more is going to be the best thing to do. And I, 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 I don't mean to put those words in your mouth, but it seems like that's what you're kind of saying here, Don, let people drink, let them smoke. And uh, we, we were healthier. And, uh, I don't know about that. Okay. All right. More productive. All right, Don, appreciate your call. And we'll take a quick break. Be back with more. Anything that's on your mind, we want to hear from you. 360-676-5464. You know, I mean, gas stoves. I, I, I personally don't have one. It's I've lived in homes. I've rented homes before that had gas stoves, but I grew up using an electric stove and I, that's what I I'm used to using. But um, is it? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to go back to drinking and smoking. I don't know. I don't think that's the way that uh, to make your life better. But back in just a moment here on KG Mike and X. Hella Provisions is Bellingham's unique specialty grocery with a European flair. Take home tasty ingredients from Hella Provisions Market to upgrade your pantry or throw a decadent cocktail party. Hella Provisions offers gift baskets and kits, grab and go sandwiches, and catering. Don't know what to buy for that special someone? Let Anna, the owner with over 30 years experience recommend the perfect gift crafted charcuterie board choose a bottle of wine or curate an experience that celebrates life's special moments go as gourmet as you'd like just let anna know your taste and theme and she guarantees to create a beautiful and scrumptious selection of specialty items Plus, Hella Provisions isn't just a store. It's a space for local artists' events with emphasis on those led by women, the heart and soul of our community. Come experience a little magic at Hella Provisions. Make it your holiday destination for exceptional food, wine, and cocktail accompaniments. Located directly behind Bellingham at Options High Schools with plenty of free parking. Hella Provisions, where food and community meet. At Number One Automotive Body Repair, we know you're a great driver. The creme de la creme, the cream of the crop. Dare we say, F1's 2024 hotshot, but everyone else on the road. They're not you. And when they ruin your day, we're here to help. Bellingham's number one automotive body repair is the premier location for all your collision repair needs. Learn more at number1abr.com. Part of the number one collision group. Football season is here. If you're looking for the best seat in the house, you'll find it at Wilson's Furniture with reclining and motion furniture that will fit your lifestyle and budget. Wilson's on Pacific Highway in Ferndale. When you're high, you feel different. You think different, you talk different, you draw different, you listen to music different, but you probably knew that. Problem is, you also drive different and not in a good way. That's why driving high is illegal everywhere. So if you're high, just don't drive. Make a plan to get a sober ride. Because if you feel different, you drive different. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. 
Sign up for the CHS Northwest Propane Autofill Program and receive a cellular tank monitor with no monitoring fees. Plus, you'll be able to review your daily tank level readings from your smartphone or tablet. CHS Northwest, everything you need for home and farm. Online at chsnw.com. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Tired of inefficient heating, poor indoor air quality, and rising energy bills? Contact West Mechanical today to explore going ductless with a system from Mitsubishi Electric Heating and Air Conditioning. Find them at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. That we are, and Rich in Ferndale joins us. Hi, Rich. How's it going today, Joe? Doing all right. Well, I'm not as grumpy as the last two callers, but I, I kind of get where they're coming from. I don't think the doctor said anything factually incorrect, but they were out of context. Many okay. ideals we talk about today... You can cherry-pick facts and come up with any conclusion you want back to back them up as long as you ignore things that disprove it or things that add context, such as did he take into account codes that say you must vent your gas appliances. Sometimes most stoves in the last 30, 40 years in this state are required to have power venting Mm. to suck those fumes out. Now, old homes don't have that, and your gas water heaters also depending where they're located in your house, need to have a power vent to get those fumes out. Now, the fumes themselves are not deadly for short-term exposure, like he said, but if it builds up over time, you deprive yourself of oxygen. And then, like the previous caller said, the homes are tight before air efficient or a heating, uh, what do you call it, uh, heat rating and energy efficiency, but no one's mm-hmm. taking into account the health risks of stagnant air. We've come up with mold problems, which leads to asthma to other things so i always tell people always have one small window in your house cracked a half an inch all the time always get fresh air you know make sure it's not where the rain can get in but always get fresh air the new homes they actually do a blower they do a blower door test now back to the gas stove though i've never been in a home that has a gas stove that when you turn it on there would be uh, automatically a power vent that would go on i i i think in in restaurants they probably do they have those big hoods over the stoves or over the you know, over that that would I would expect to suck a lot of that uh, whatever nitrous oxide out, but uh, in, a, in a home. Too. So okay. some so uh, island mounted stove that's gas is required to have a downdraft suction. So the center of your stove has a fan, and it sucks from the top down. I know I had a family member just went through this with codes with the county. Okay. Now no, and they also have the hood on a wall. You can have a hooded vent. Usually, it's the microwave and the vent are together when you turn on. Right. Uh-huh. The fan, but no, it's not automatically turn the stove on, but you are required to have it. Now that you uh-huh. use it or not, it's hard to say, but it, mm-hmm. we got to keep things in context. Now, this study, he said, well, look at the asthma link. Well, that's anecdotal. There could be five other things that link kids with high asthma rates. Yes, they may have a gas stove, but they may have a small house. They may have uh, socioeconomic differences. There might be five other things. So <laughs> a lot of times we have narratives that are out of context, and okay. you've got to take all that into account. And, and I know one thing, off-the-grid living is becoming popular, right? No power, no water. You're just camping. You have solar panels and batteries. You cannot uh-huh. heat your house. You cannot cook, and you cannot heat hot water in an off-the-grid house. You must have gas because you'd have to have a bank of solar panels and batteries to run an electric stove. You couldn't even do it. So 
there are situations, and if everyone had an electric stove that doesn't have it now, we wouldn't have the electricity to run it. Electric well, stoves I know, take a but, lot of power. Right, right, they do. But um, I don't know that, that, that our infrastructure, I mean, that's just assuming that our infrastructure cannot be improved. It cannot, and its capacity can't How be expanded. How long will that take, Joe? How long does it take to put I, a new power line up? Ten years? I'm not, I'm not an expert Permit. in that area, but, well, but just to say, and that's time. the same argument that's used against electric vehicles. Well, we don't have the, we don't have the infrastructure to do it, so we, we shouldn't even be bothering with that nonsense because we, it's just not practical. Well, it seems to be an argument that's been made against a lot of things that it eventually became just mainstream and widely Here's accepted. Here's an, example, an well, example of how slow things are. The overpass in Ferndale at uh, uh, Thornton, they've been planning that for 20 years. Sure. It took 20 years since they first talked about it to get it done. So we want to add new power lines. We want to add infrastructure. It's so slow. The red tape, the environmental studies, well, there was probably the labor a, rules. There was a time, you know, when people were saying that about these gasoline, these new newfangled nope, uh, horseless there carriages. No, well, there's no, there, where are you going to get nope, your gas when totally you got to drive from here to Seattle? There, was, there ain't no such thing. I mean, Rich, Rich. You could put a gas station up in one uh, year in those days. Uh, well, okay, okay. It's the regulation again. That's not my point. My point is that it wasn't a widely accepted technology or widely uh, uh, widely used technology. So there were naysayers. I mean, we weren't alive back then, but I'd bet my bottom dollar if we could go back in a time machine that there would be plenty of naysayers about, uh, oh, these newfangled vehicles, no horse to pull you. What do you mean? Horse, you know, you just go to the side of the road. They can eat some grass. They can drink out of the stream and then you're on your way. Don't need no gas station. I'm <laughs> just saying. But let's go to Rob in Bellingham. Hi, Rob. Hey, Joe. Well, you you had your fun with Rich, but he did make some good points. Well, sure. Know, I, I don't I don't deny that, but I just getting on to the the whole regulation yeah, thing. We're kind of going well, down the, a different road there. You know, as far as the gas stoves go, you're absolutely right. Uh, in the restaurants, they have these power hoods. And, you know, I'd be more interested if the doctor cited um, some studies of restaurant workers showing that over the years, because they're in there all the time, that they had a higher rate of asthma, they had a higher rate of lung disease. That would be interesting. Okay. Um, I don't know that that's been done, but that would be my first thought. Uh, I had to get rid of my gas stove a few years ago because I lost my sense of smell with some virus thing, and so it was too risky, and I went to induction, which I love. Uh-huh. Uh, but I have a gas water heater, gas furnace, and um, the thing is, which does make the good point. I mean, I really wish everybody who's big on EVs and big on heat pumps, that's great. They need to be just as interested in where the electricity is going to come from. We're not going to dam any more rivers. I mean, uh, some, some dams are being taken down, number one. Number two, everyone's against nuclear power. And if they all decided tomorrow they were for it, it would take 10 to 20 years to build the plants. So we're left with gas turbines. The doctor did mention that uh, at remote locations to make electricity, and that's that's fair enough. We don't want coal, and I think that's fair enough. But, yeah, I mean, if everyone had uh, tomorrow heat pumps, we would have an electric grid crisis because we can't get that much out of wind and solar. They play well, a role. Well, I know, but, I mean, you're you're putting it all the onus on the consumer when, you know, it's really up to the providers of this power to decide, okay, where is the demand and how do we supply it? I mean, you're saying basically I should 
I, before I go to the grocery store, I should research how many, you know, how, is there enough chicken? Should I buy chicken today no, or yeah, should yeah. I plan on a chicken dinner? Because I don't know if they've got enough chicken in the, the grocery store. And, and I mean, you know what I'm saying, though, don't you? Well, I, mean, I know what you're saying. I mean, if, if the individual <laughs> I mean, decides that they you want to get a heat pump tomorrow, that's one at a time. I agree. But when you have government, if they make a rule that, you know, as of this date, there will be, you know, no more. Now, in new buildings, it's going to, if they say, you know, heat pumps in new buildings, no gas for heating, okay, it's going to take a lot of years uh, because there's mm-hmm. a lot of older buildings. So right. that's a transition there. But to say the provider, like uh, the power company, it's their job, they've got to find it. Okay, they go to find it. They, what if they said tomorrow, their board directors, we want to go nuclear? Well, who's going to say no? Government. Who's government? People that represent us. Same with gas turbines and the, the climate change folks. So the the providers don't have the. They can't just say we're going to go all coal tomorrow, or we're going to go. All, they have to work in the context of our civilization and our laws and rules and court uh-huh. cases and lawsuits by people like the the physicians. The one last point I want to make is I'll be really looking forward to when this doctor comes on sometime as physicians for social responsibility and talks about the toxic effects of inhaled marijuana. Now, I'll wait for that, and I think I'll wait a long time because. Maybe I'm wrong, but I'd love to hear it. Cigarettes, okay. I agree. Yeah, let's hear that one. Okay. That'd be great. All right. <laughs> okay, All right. Thanks, Rob. Thanks. Appreciate All your right. call. And now uh, we got other folks on the line. We'll hear from Tim, John, Jim, and you. We'll have time to take your call in just a moment here on KGMI Connects. 360-676-5464. Are you on Medicare or individual health insurance and wondering if you are on the right plan for you and your family? This is Marcia Neal with Guided Solutions, formerly Vibrant USA. We understand the TV advertising and the mail you have been receiving may create more questions than answers. Although the deadlines are coming, you may still have time to make a change. So call us at 866-733-5111. Our agents can review your plan options, answer your questions, and put your mind at ease. This is Steve Berger, Director and Lead Counselor at Contact Counseling Recovery Services in Bellingham. Contact Counseling offers alcohol and drug treatment, assessment, consultation, and referral services for adults and youth. We have been serving Northwest Washington residents for over 40 years. If you, an employee, friend, or family member is struggling with substance abuse, please realize when a person is engaged in quality, ongoing treatment, the probability of success is excellent. At Contact Counseling, we will help match you or your loved one with the correct level of treatment to provide the greatest opportunity for success. A person does not have to hit rock bottom to begin treatment and experience a successful recovery. I personally started working in the addiction treatment field over 30 years ago, and the simple fact is, treatment works. Please contact us at 360-671-3277 or online at contactcounseling.com. Allow Contact Counseling to help you or your loved one find the road to recovery. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. This is Havana and Blake Jostens for Hitton Chevrolet in Linden, wishing everyone a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. 
This week with P&W Perks, you can get two $25 gift certificates for the price of one at Menace Brewing. And yes, you heard that right. That's $25 worth of free beer. You don't need to go to Boston to find a place where everybody knows your name. Menace Brewing in Bellingham's Fountain District is family owned and operated and pet and family friendly. So when you're at Menace Brewing, you're always family. Whether you're looking for a place to catch a soccer match, test yourself on trivia night, or grab some delicious food from one of their rotating food trucks, Menace Brewing is your friendly neighborhood brewery. Stop by from noon till 10 daily and enjoy a refreshing craft pint. Bring your friends and make some new ones. So next time you'd like to get away, head to Menace Brewing on the corner of the Guide and West North Street in Bellingham. Thursday at 8 a.m., you can get $50 to spend at Menace Brewing for just $25. For more details, go to pnwperks.com or this station's website. Cheers! We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us. Let's go to Jim in Seattle. Hi, Jim. Hi, Joe. How are you doing today? Doing all right. What's on your mind? Yes, I got the uh, Dennis Prager file out. Okay. All right. And, it, and the drawer is stuck on L for it's, left. Oh, L. Okay, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so anyway... This one has to do with uh, um, what he's always saying. I'll just mention this briefly. The New York Times is the left-wing media. And if you can define the, define the um, center-right as left, then you'll always be in pretty good shape if you're rich and on the right, if you make my point or okay. if you understand my point. So uh, going on, this Ralph Nader radio hour, it's on the um, .com on the Internet. This is a, a thing about what's going on in uh, Gaza. Uh, it's uh, pressures continue to mount on Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren, but they still do not support a ceasefire. They do not. And then it goes on on the uh, number four here. It says, uh, while not calling for a ceasefire, both Bernie Sanders and President Biden have announced plans to reshape military aid to Israel. Senator Sanders has put forth a plan to condition military aid upon multiple criteria, including the right of displaced Gazans to return to their homes, which okay. uh, sounds kind of odd because what homes are there going to be left if you've seen what's happening there? They're, they're destroying almost the whole country, uh, the whole city, the whole area of Gaza. Mm, yeah. And, uh, yeah, there's so, lots of so, destruction for sure. Yeah, so a long time ago, I've got a book called Imperial Crusades by Alexander Coburn and Jeffrey St. Clair. It's the same authors uh, that worked for Counterpunch. Alexander Coburn is no longer with us. He died of brain cancer, unfortunately. And uh, But I have his book. It's a compilation. It's called Imperial Crusades. And it, uh, they're not anti-Semitic, but this is the problem we're running into, that if you call any Jew— uh, criticize them in any way to some people, they're going to react and call you an anti-Semite. So my point is there's the book, other book I have called The Politics of Anti-Semitism, which is very germane to what we're doing right now. And it involves six Jewish people that are all in general in favor of the Palestinian rights. They see the okay. the situation is lopsided in fear of Israel, which, you know, they take into account. But uh, I'll try to keep this brief, but the thing that's written in this Imperial Crusade is Bernie Sanders 
It says uh, it's called a fraud called Sanders, and it goes at least five years ago as a parent that the only movement. Okay, well, Sanders, I don't want you to just read from these things. Okay, I want well, to hear anyway, your thoughts here. Yeah, Jim. yeah. He, he essentially, um, the only movement he's interested in is himself. Michael Parenti used to be wow. good friends with okay. Bernie Sanders, too, and he kind of left on him because they're both pro-war or get, becoming more pro-military. So I thought I would okay. just say that, and uh, and there's more to say, but uh, uh, that's kind okay. of a. I'll let you say something. All right, uh, thanks, Jim. Well, you know, I think um, they're, they're, you at a certain point, uh, everyone has to have, look at the world from a pragmatic viewpoint and not be completely ideological and that can that can be yeah, i mean you can be a war hawk war is always good or that can be an anti-war um uh, uh, you know peacenik and you know, war is never the answer and can never happen um so i i, I think you know uh, uh, bernie sanders somewhere in the middle there but um thanks for your thoughts jim let's go to tim in everson hi tim yeah hi joe uh on the whole gas thing and the okay. doctors citing the studies, mm-hmm. uh, I watched this one guy, and he seems like a pretty fair guy. I started watching him during COVID, and he'd say, well, and he breaks down scientific studies. Okay. And he wasn't an anti-vaxxer. He would say, if you're of this age group and if you have these ailments, then you should really consider taking the vaccine. Okay. If you're under this age and you're relatively healthy I don't really see any benefits. So I'm just saying that. But okay. he did a breakdown of, I'm almost certain, that he did a breakdown of two studies, and I believe one of them was a Cal Berkeley study. And he found out that 80% of the people that were interviewed in that lived in low-income housing projects or apartment complexes. Okay. And he stated that's really not a fair comparison because it didn't compare those people to similar people who only had electric appliances. So he said it could be because it's a small confined space. Like Rich said, it could be because of other social and economic factors okay. that may have influenced this person's health. So I think this doctor was cherry picking a study with not fair comparisons to other people. All right. Okay, Tim. And and uh, one more thing, one more thing. If you have a guest, I would really appreciate maybe someone from the police department to to answer some questions about the whole Walmart encampment and has Walmart asked them for help getting them out of there and can the health department be involved in this? Okay. Because I really don't think Walmart wants those people there. And I think Walmart's going to move, to tell you the truth. <laughs> well, I don't think it's not property owned by Walmart. So it would uh, that would take uh, efforts to, you know, whether it's legal efforts or what have you. Um, yeah. All right. All right, Tim. Appreciate your call. Let's go to John in Ferndale. Hey, John. Hey, Joe. Yeah, I mean, Walmart is there if the it, it'd be. It'd be great if they could put, you know, sanitation in there and water and until something's decided. But, you know, I, I have Walmart, I don't know, just Walmart to, spiff it up a little. Them, uh, like, to, I don't, I'm just, to hurt them, until they heard them from one place to a, to another and just say, get out of here. Well, where do we go? Well, we don't know, but just get out of here. 
Well, you know, and that's that's the thing, and that's part of the whole issue here, and that complicates everything. You know, we were talking yesterday a little bit about how the the encampment uh, on um, near near the Winco Foods was, you know, the city sued the property owner or took legal action against the property owner. Property owner went went ahead and had that encampment cleared out. They had people that were from services that were there on the day that they went and cleared them out and uh, forced them off of the property. And almost nobody took advantage of the services that were being offered right there, right to them. Almost none of them did. So what do you do at that point? And I know there are a lot of people say, well, then you just jail them. You lock them up. Well, is that the society that we have today that uh, we just lock people up because they're not doing what we want them to do um, at, at, at a given point? Uh, but anyway, go ahead. Yeah. I kind of took over well, there. No, well, I, I uh, yeah, I think uh, so. When the doctor was talking about the gas stoves, I was interrupted by a, a important phone call. Okay. Uh, he he's he's not advocating a ban. There is no ban on on gas stoves. People can still have them mm-hmm. if they want. Okay, good. I don't yeah, want. They're recommending want... that uh, they pick alternatives. Yeah, I mean, we were talking a little bit about this yesterday, and I was kind of hard on Rich. Sorry about that, buddy. But about, you know, banning tobacco, it's like, well, yeah, it didn't work with, with alcohol either. And, and you mentioned that about, you know, it just, just creates these artificial things. But, no, that's a great suggestion that Rich had about the, the venting, you know, with mm-hmm. the water heater and the stove and always having one of your windows. Rich, I did the very same thing, total, total agreement today. But you know who I'm not in in agreement with, and I don't think anyone is, is this new speaker, uh, okay. Mike Johnson, right? Okay, so he's supposed to, oh, he's going to release these tapes from January 6th, and all the innocent people are going to be vindicated. But he's blurring out the faces, Joe, because he doesn't want the Justice Department to go after people who committed crimes. Hmm. And so that he's altering the evidence from January 6th. And he's like, so out of 40,000 hours, only 0.02% of all that, right? If it's just people strolling. And so, like, and this is part of the weird thing with the warped narrative, right, where, where they can't keep their story straight. They're worried about people getting prosecuted by the Justice Department because of their, what they did on January 6th. But I thought those were Antifa people. No, wait, those were FBI people. We'll never know. I'm like, you know, which <laughs> is it? You know, they right. can't keep like, you know, um, you know, like when it was virus time, right? Oh, it's a Chinese bioweapon. But don't take any precautions and spread it all, all around the country. What? Okay. None, none, well, of, none of Trump world makes any sense. All right. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, John. Appreciate it. Uh, I want to squeeze Michelle in here quick before we run out of time. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Joe. Just a couple of one, two-sentence comments real quick, and then I want to make about a five-sentence comment. Okay. Uh, Bernie Sanders' campaign manager for 2016, Jeff Weaver, is a close friend of mine. And unfortunately, the dinner that Bernie and I were supposed to have together fell through when something came up in in Congress, but in the Senate. But anyway, I just want to tell you, Jeff 
uh, has told me a million inside stories about Bernie, and he is the ultimate pragmatic politician, and he should have been elected in 2016. Okay, in uh, um, Walmart uh, hired a massive security force to take care of Walmart. I personally have helped two old ladies to avoid being carjacked by two black guys in the parking lot, but I'm, you know, it's just the way it goes. It happens every day, but not at Walmart, but somewhere in the country. And uh, Walmart's okay. They're they're getting by. Uh, so they say. Uh, I hope they're telling me the truth. Now, the other thing is, uh, the last thing is, I got a kick out of your comment about, yes, there will always be people who prefer buggy whips and horse-drawn carriages to automobiles <laughs> back in the day. The last couple hundred years, there have been people who complain about every aspect of technology, including me. Mm-hmm. And uh, so what I want to say, though, is that my grandfather, when he was 18 years old in 1913, in uh, Macedonia, Iowa, which is a farm town in uh, Potawatomi County in western Iowa, uh, <laughs> one of the last great bastions of conservatism in America, granddad bought a Model T. It was a first kid in his county, first teenager in his county, uh-huh. to own a car. He hmm. became a hero and thus met my grandmother, and thus I came along uh, about <laughs> 35 years later. But my point is that, that I am the product of a Model T, in a sense. That's all awesome. I can say. All Thanks, I can Michelle. say is that uh, all I can say is that uh, you made me laugh. <laughs> all right. Thanks for your call, and thanks to everybody who called and took part in our conversation today. Interesting points, all, and uh, well, we'll get back at it tomorrow. Right here on KG Mike Next, 4 o'clock. Hope you'll join us. Dedicated to service, shining a light on local individuals, law enforcement, and groups giving back to our community. Brought to you by Neater House of Luxury in Bellingham. Dedicated to service acknowledges the Whatcom Literacy Council staff, volunteers, and the many community contributors who helped make this year's literacy breakfast a huge success. More than $30,000 was raised to help fund free adult literacy programs in Whatcom County. Improved literacy is a key component to help people become more empowered, employable, and and better able to care for themselves and their families. And this money will help provide free tutoring and small group classes for hundreds of local adults motivated to learn. Dedicated to service. Brought to you by Neater House of Luxury. Voted best jewelry store in the Northwest. This holiday, start with Neater House of Luxury for their beautiful selection of jewelry. With unique and custom designs, perfect for the one you love for Christmas and the New Year. Find them at 21 Bellwether Way, Suite 107, next to Lombardi's Back Patio. Neater House of Luxury. From Mount Baker to Bellingham Bay and beyond, KGMI and KISM HD2 Bellingham. From the West Mechanical Studio.